This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the 10 Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I give you tools, tactics, strategies, and insights that you can use to start, scale, grow, and 10x your business. Let's get into it. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. Today's a really, really important episode. I'm going to be walking you through the critical aspects of a business plan. This is something that you're going to have to eventually do as an entrepreneur to help get your thoughts organized, to help get everything sort of dialed in. If you're going to be raising money from anybody, it's really important to figure this out. Uh, so this is basically a summary of all the com main components of what a business plan encompasses. So we're going to talk about executive summary, business description, market analysis, marketing and sales strategy, and financial plan, and how they all fit into your business plan. Now, before I go any further, please share this podcast with one person who's building a business who'd find it useful. You can share with many more, but at least one person because business is always difficult. It doesn't have to be all the problems that you're experiencing that that person is trying to figure out have already been solved. So let's jump right into this. Business plan 101. If you have a great idea for a business and you want to turn it into a reality, it's most likely that you're going to have to create a business plan. See, a business plan is a document. It outlines your business goals, your strategies, your analysis, your projections, your operational details. It can also help you clarify your vision. It can help you secure funding, attract partners, measure your progress. It can also help you avoid common pitfalls and overcome potential challenges. So in short, a business plan is really a roadmap to your business and entrepreneur success. Now, how do you create a business plan that works for you and your business? What are the main components of a business plan and how do you write them? How do you make sure that your business plan is clear, concise, convincing? These are some of the questions I'm going to answer today in this podcast, and it will guide you through the process of creating a business plan step by step, provide you with some tips and examples along the way. And by the end of the show, you will have a great understanding of how to create a business plan that reflects your unique vision and value propositions. Let's get right into it. The first component of your business plan is the executive summary. This is a brief overview of your business idea, your target market, your competitive advantage, and your financial goals. It should be no more than one or two pages long, and it should capture the attention and interest of your readers. Think of it as your elevator pitch. You want to convince your potential investors and partners and customers that your business is worth their time and money. Now, to write an effective executive summary, you need to answer these questions. What is your business name and what do you do? What problem are you solving and for whom? What is your unique value proposition and how do you stand out from the competition? How do you plan to make money and how much do you expect to make? What are your main achievements and milestones so far and what are your next steps? 
Here are some tips and examples of how to write an effective executive summary. Start with a catchy hook that summarizes your business idea and value proposition in one sentence. For example, at XYZ, we provide affordable and convenient online tutoring services for students of all ages and levels. Use bullet points or headlines to organize your information and make it easy to scan. For example, problem, colon, many students struggle with academic subjects and need extra help. Solution, colon, we offer personalized and flexible online tutoring sessions with qualified tutors. Market, colon, we target students from kindergarten to college in the U.S. who need academic support. Competitive advantage, colon. We have a user-friendly platform, a large pool of tutors, and a low-cost pricing model. Financial goals, colon. We aim to reach $1 million in revenue by the end of the year and break even in 18 months. Next thing you have to think about is highlight your achievements and milestones that demonstrate your credibility and potential. For example, we have launched our beta version in January 2023, and we've acquired over 10,000 users and 500 tutors so far. We've also secured a partnership with a leading online education company and received positive feedback from our customers. And with a clear call to action that tells your readers what you want them to do next. For example, we are seeking $500,000 in seed funding to expand our team, improve our platform, and grow our user base. If you're interested in learning more about your business opportunity, please contact us at info at xyz.com. Remember, you are putting together a summary of everything that person should know, and it's a teaser. It's something that's going to get them excited about learning more about what you're doing because Of course, this business plan is for you, but there's a real good chance that it's going to be for someone else as well. Some investor, maybe you're trying to bring on a co-founder, a partner, whatever it is. Uh, So you you want to summarize and clear your thoughts. And then hopefully that person uh, understands exactly what you're trying to do and why it's so damn exciting. The second thing you need in a business plan, the second component is the business description. This is where you provide more details about your business. So your vision your mission, your values, your goals, your objectives. It should be no more than three or four pages long, and it should give your readers a clear picture about what your business is all about. To write an effective business description, you need to answer these questions. What is the legal structure and ownership of your business? What is the history and the background of your business? What is the vision and mission of your business? What are the values and principles that guide your business? And what are the short-term and long-term goals and objectives of your business? Here are some tips on how to actually write this out. Start with a brief introduction that summarizes your business idea and legal structure. For example, XYZ is a limited liability company or LLC that provides online tutoring services for students of all ages and levels. Then you want to provide some context and background information that explains how and why you started your business. For example, we founded XYZ in 2023 after realizing there was a gap in the market for affordable and convenient online tutoring services. We have over 10 years of experience in the education industry, and we are passionate about helping students achieve their academic goals. You want to state your vision and mission statements that express your purpose and direction. For example... Our vision is to become the leading online tutoring platform in the U.S. Our mission is to provide high-quality and personalized online tutoring sessions that help students improve their grades, confidence, and skills. Next thing you want to write out is your values and principles that define your culture and ethics. For example, 
We value excellence, integrity, innovation, diversity, customer satisfaction. We strive to deliver the best service possible to our users and tutors. We embrace new technologies and methods that enhance our platform. We respect and celebrate the differences amongst our users and tutors, and we listen to and act on feedback from our customers. Great, great, great value and principle definition. And then lastly, for this section, you have to outline your goals and your objectives. Now, this is what you want to achieve and how you will measure your progress as a company. For example, our short-term goals are to increase our user base by 50%, grow our revenue by 40% and hire 10 more staff members by the end of the year. Our long-term goals are to expand our services to other countries, diversify our offerings, including other subjects and skills, and partner with more online education companies. Our objectives are to maintain a high retention rate, low churn rate, high customer satisfaction rate, and a positive net promoter score. Remember, you are trying to expand on the very brief summary and give someone in this section a more holistic view about what your ideal organization, when it's operating and functioning the way you want it to, actually feels, looks, smells, and tastes like, right? You want to get that really, really in-depth at this point because people are going to try and understand uh, who you are as an individual and the type of organization and business that you're actually building. The third component of your business plan is the market analysis. So this is where you provide a detailed assessment of your target market and the competitive landscape. You need to show that you have a clear understanding of who your customers are, what they need and want, how they behave, how they buy, how much they are willing to pay. You also need to show that you have a clear understanding of who your competitors are what they offer, how they operate, how they perform. You need to demonstrate that you have a competitive advantage and a unique value proposition that sets you apart from the rest. Now, to write an effective market analysis, you need to answer these questions. What is the size and value of your target market? It's also known as like the total addressable market. Basically, if you do well, how many people can you sell to? What are the segments and niches within your target market? What are the demographics and psychographics of your target customers? What are the needs, wants, problems, and preferences of your target customers? What are the buying habits and patterns of your target customers? How much are your target customers willing to pay for your product or service? Who are your direct and indirect competitors in your target market? What are the strengths and weaknesses of your competitors? And what are the opportunities and threats in your target market? Here's some tips on how to actually write this out. So first, Start with a brief introduction. Summarize your target market and competitive landscape. Here's an example. Our target market is the online tutoring industry in the U.S., which is expected to grow at a compound annual growth rate, or CAGR, of 10% from 2023 to 2028, reaching $15 billion by 2028. Our target customers are students from kindergarten to college who need academic support in various subjects and skills. Our main competitors are ABC, DEF, and GHI, which offer similar online tutoring services but differ in terms of pricing, quality, and features. Next up, you have to use reliable sources of data and information to support your claims and your projections. For example, according to a report by Market Research Future, or MRFR, the online tutoring industry in the U.S. is driven by factors such as increasing demand for personalized learning, rising adoption of digital devices, and the growing availability of qualified tutors. The report also identifies some challenges, such as high competition, low retention, and regulatory issues. 
if you're doing this and including the right amount of data, you want to use charts, you want to use graphs, you want to use tables, you want to use diagrams to visualize your data. Make it easy to understand, okay? And then lastly, in this section, you want to conduct a SWOT analysis. SWOT, S-W-O-T. This is an analysis that identifies your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Remember, SWOT, it's an acronym for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. In your region, in your in relation, excuse me, to your target market and competitors. So for example, this could be a very brief SWOT analysis. Our SWOT analysis reveals that our strengths include our user-friendly platform, our large pool of tutors, our low-cost pricing model, but our weaknesses include our limited brand awareness, our dependence on third-party platforms, and our lack of customer loyalty programs. Our opportunities include expanding our services to other countries, diversifying our offerings to include other subjects and skills, and partnering with more online education companies. Our threats, they include increasing competition, changing customer preferences, and regulatory changes. So by going through these steps, you've answered all those questions that I just discussed at the beginning of this particular market analysis for your business plan. The fourth section that you have to include in your business plan is the marketing and the sales strategy. This is where you explain how you plan to reach, attract, and retain target customers. You need to show that you have a clear understanding of how to communicate your value proposition, how to price your product or service, and how to distribute your product or service, as well as how to sell it. So to write an effective marketing and sales strategy, you have to answer these questions. What is your value proposition and how do you differentiate yourself from your competition? How do you segment your target market and what are the characteristics and needs of each segment? What are the best channels and methods to reach your target market and generate awareness and interest? How do you price your product or service and what are the factors that influence your pricing? How do you distribute your product or service and what are the advantages and disadvantages of each distribution channel? How do you promote your product or service and what are the tools and tactics that you use to create demand and generate leads? How do you sell your product or service and what are the steps and stages of your sales process and how do you retain customers and what are the strategies that you use to increase customer loyalty and satisfaction? Here's some tips and examples on how to actually write this section out. Start with a brief int introduction that summarizes your marketing and your sales goals and objectives. Here's an example. Our marketing and sales strategy is to position ourselves as a leading online tutoring platform in the U.S. by offering high-quality and personalized online tutoring sessions at affordable prices. Our objectives are to increase our brand awareness, generate more leads, convert more customers, and retain more customers. Next, you want to use a marketing mix framework to organize your marketing strategy. The marketing mix consists of four elements. Product, price, place, and promotion. For each element, you're going to explain what you offer, why you offer it, how you offer it, and how it benefits your customers. Here's an example of how you'd actually put this together for the company that we're building on this podcast. Product. We offer online tutoring sessions for students of all ages and levels in various subjects and skills. We offer personalized and flexible sessions with qualified tutors who match the students' needs and preferences. And we also offer a user-friendly platform that allows students to schedule, pay, and access their sessions easily. Our product benefits our customers by helping them improve their grades, confidence, and skills. Now let's talk about price. For price, we offer a low-cost pricing model that charges students per session rather than per hour. We also offer discounts for bulk purchases and referrals. Our pricing strategy is based on our value proposition of providing affordable and convenient online tutoring services. 
our pricing our, our pricing strategy benefits our customers by giving them more value for their money and more flexibility in their budget. Now we're going to talk about place. Where are we going to sell this thing, right? Well, place. We distribute our product through our own website and mobile app. We also partner with other online education platforms that offer complementary services such as courses, tests, certificates. Our distribution strategy is based on our value proposition of providing accessible and convenient online tutoring services. Our distribution strategy benefits our customers by giving them more options and convenience in accessing our product. And lastly, promotion. How are we going to market it, right? So for promotion, we're going to promote our product through various channels and methods such as social media, email marketing, content marketing, SEO, PPC, influencer marketing, word of mouth, referrals, testimonials, reviews, etc. Our promotion strategy is based on our value proposition of providing high quality and personalized online tutoring services. Our promotion strategy benefits our customers by creating awareness, interest, desire, and action for our product. And now you've figured out the marketing mix positioning for your company, then you have to use a sales funnel framework to organize the sales strategy. The sales funnel consists, and this is for any business, consists of four stages, awareness, interest, decision, action. For each of these stages, you got to explain what you do to move your prospects or your potential customers from one stage to the next. So first comes marketing, and after they're done the marketing, then they get into a sales funnel. Are you staying with me here? I just mentioned the start of the sales funnel at the end of the last section about marketing. Now they're in the sales funnel. So again, for the business plan, for each stage of the sales funnel, you have to explain what moves them from awareness, interest, decision, and action. And action means buying your product. Uh, You want to move them along this sales funnel from one step to the other until they become customers. Here's an example of how we're going to phrase our sales funnel framework if we were going to put it into a business plan. Awareness. We create awareness for our product by using various promotional channels and and methods as mentioned before and above. Uh, We use lead magnets such as free trials, eBooks, webinars, etc. to capture the contact information of our prospects. Then for interest, we generate interest for our product by sending personalized email campaigns that educate our prospects about our product features, benefits, testimonials, reviews, etc. We also use retargeting ads to remind our prospects about our product. And lastly, decision. We influence the decision of our prospects by offering incentives such as discounts, bonuses, and guarantees. We also use urgency triggers such as limited time offers, countdown timers to create a sense of scarcity. And lastly, action. We facilitate the action by uh, of our prospects excuse me, by making it easy for them to sign up for our product through our website or app. And we also use clear call to action such as whatever it is. Buy our product now or subscribe now, whatever. All right, so that is laying out your whole sales and marketing strategy. Now, the fifth and final component of your business plan is your financial plan. Now, this is where you provide a detailed projection of your income and your expenses, or it could be your projected income and projected expenses, as well as your assets and liabilities. You need to show that you have a realistic and viable financial model that can support your business operations and growth. And you also need to show that you have enough capital to start and run your business and that you can generate enough cash flow to cover your costs and your debts. Now, to write an effective financial plan, these are the questions you have to answer. What are your sources of income and how much do you expect to earn from each source? What are your fixed and variable expenses and how much do you expect to spend on each category? What are your assets and liabilities and what is your net worth? 
How much capital do you need to start your and run your business and where will you get it from? How will you manage your cash flow and ensure that you have enough liquidity to meet your obligations? And lastly, what are your financial assumptions and risks and how will you mitigate them? So a lot of this is going to include a lot of charts and graphs and diagrams. But if you're actually writing out this section, again, start with a brief summary that summarizes your financial goals and objectives. For example, our financial plan is to achieve profitability within the first year of operation and grow our revenue by 50% annually. Our objectives are to minimize our expenses, optimize our cash flow, secure adequate funding, and maintain positive net worth. Then you're going to use financial statements to present your financial data and projections. Financial statements are standardized documents that show financial performance and position of a business. The main financial statements are the income statement, the balance sheet, the cash flow statement, and the break-even analysis. For each statement, explain what it shows, how you calculated it, and what it means for your business. This is how you'd actually describe a statement. The income statement shows our revenue, expenses, and net income for each month of the first year and each quarter of the second year and third year. We calculated our revenue based on expected numbers of customers, sessions, and pricing, and we calculated our, experience, our expenses based on our fixed costs, such as rent, utilities, salaries, etc., and our variable costs, such as marketing commissions and supplies. We projected that our net income by subtracting our expenses from our revenue, uh, and our income statement shows that we will be profitable, profitable by the six months of operation and that we will increase our net income by 20% each quarter. This way, uh, you have a full description of what that person's actually looking like. You want to use all these charts, all these graphs, all these tables and diagrams to visualize your financial data and make it easy for them to understand. You want to, uh, for example, put together a chart that shows projected revenue, expenses, net income for the first year of operation, and then actually have that chart. Right. And then lastly, you want to do uh, and conduct a sensitivity analysis to test your financial assumptions and your risks. So a sensitivity analysis is a technique to show how different variables affect your financial outcomes. For example, we conducted a sensitivity analysis to see how changing our pricing, our customer acquisition costs, our retention rate would affect our net income. And we found that our net income is most sensitive to changes in our pricing and retention strategy. Therefore, we'll monitor these variables closely and adjust our strategy accordingly. So this is more or less what a business plan includes. This is like the end of the podcast on business plan 101. I hope you learned a lot because this is something you're eventually going to have to do. To recap, here are the main points. A business plan is a document that outlines your business goals, strategies, market analysis, financial projections, and operational details. It can help you clarify your vision, secure funding, attract partners, measure progress. A business plan consists of five main components. Executive summary, business description, market analysis, marketing and sales strategy, and financial plan. And to write an effective business plan, you need to answer specific questions for each component, use reliable sources of data and information, use financial statements to represent your financial data and present your financial data and projections, and conduct a sensitivity analysis to test your financial assumptions and risk. A business plan is also not just a static document, but a dynamic one. It has to be updated and revised as your business grows and changes. Remember, creating a business plan is not an easy task, but it is a worthwhile one. It can really help you turn your dream into a reality and actually showcase that dream to other people who could also help you turn it into a reality. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some value out of that. Make sure you come back tomorrow for another business lesson on the 10-Minute MBA. 
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.